0: I didn't just do it.
1: Introduced it, introduced feminism to empower the black female and to disempower the black male. See, the empowerment of our sisters is not an evil. Her being more educated than the black man is not necessarily an evil. Her bringing home more pay than the black man is not necessarily an evil. It is the interpretation she makes with regard to why she out earns her mate. It's the interpretation she makes to why she out educates her mate. It's not until the black woman swallows the American power structure's narrative as to why the black male is disenfranchised does it become a problem. Because if my wife out earns me and out educates me, that's not an issue if she can still respect my manhood. But because we live in a capitalist empire, your worth as a male is automatically translated into your take home pay.
2: Yo, we live. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to another broadcast. I mean, um uh, this season 1 episode what 7. Seven. Oh, yeah. seven. Number 7. Check us out now. Look here, look here. And uh with it being episode number 7, I felt as if I wanted to darken up the background tonight because um tonight's episode is is it's, it's kind of storming inside of me. You know what I mean? Like these mm. these these three questions that i that i i have and um one of the questionnaires i'm going to impose into our listener audience is it's it's very troubling for me so uh with that being said i want to say welcome miss rashana price how are you miss giver of I'm awesomeness doing
0: great. thank you i am doing great mr casino it's great to see your face this week same here,
2: same here. And we want to yeah. thank you all for tuning in for another episode of Battle of the Sexes. That's so, right,
0: we're ready. Let's
2: go, let's go. Let's go, Miss Rashana. We said we was going to dive back into the topic that we touched on last week. So I'm going to let you kick the can to me so I can banter back at you. So let's get okay. the thing
0: going, let's go. Well, last week we, we did. We went in, we talked about how men And their income, the value that they bring is now directly tied to the money that they make and how that is creating dysfunction in relationships, how that's creating questionable integrity in terms of how men can show up. Do they have voice? What women are doing to further make that happen in relationships or for the women that are truly strong, confident, they're making room for their man, no matter what their income is because there are some things that are natural to being a man, something that are natural to being a woman. And we, we talked last week that we need to continue to make room for men in the room. Right. That's in the pocketbook, that's in childbearing, that's in all areas. So I wanna ask you, we're gonna specifically talk through Before we get to the money piece, I want to talk about the child raising, because I see you with Khadijah. I know y'all are out in the stores shopping. Her smile is 110 percent. It lights up everything. So how do you see men showing up in that father figure, in that role or those that are slacking? What's the value to the man?
2: Okay, okay. Let me me start by, uh, first of all, saying that these answers that I give strictly applies to me. And um, if it applies to you, then um, let's do it. So with that (laughs) being said, um, do I feel as if men are stepping up to that fatherly role? That's right. I feel as if men are trying, but it's it's gotten harder for a man to be a part of a child's life, especially when the mother is living their lives through a rap song. (laughs) Um, and what I mean by living their lives through a rap song you can blame it on the city girls you can blame it on Megan you can blame it on Cardi B you know what I mean you can blame it on uh, even the new girl Rilla. you know what I mean you can blame it on these yep. new female rappers to where they bash men to the point to where uh, most men nowadays just feel as if it's easier to stand away from and let that child be raised on his own, opposed to going there and being beat up, whether it be physical or verbally by the mother, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. who seems to be disgruntled because she had a child by somebody that she didn't fully know, and and it got to the point to where they wasn't compatible, but it was too late because they had a child in the process. See, I've watched Mm -hmm. this situation play out time and time again, And the only thing that I can say in this situation is that me, myself, when it comes to being a man, I feel as if if a child is involved, the man has no choice but to take care of that child, especially if he wants to be in that woman's life, whether it's his child or someone else's child. You understand what I'm saying? So, like that's I right. say, what I say strictly applies to me, but I also want to touch on the things that I see, which is what I spoke upon in the beginning. Now, that's, that's right. my opinion. Men mm-hmm. trying to step up, but the women are making it hard for them to step up. Ah,
0: so you're saying women aren't doing enough to allow the man to, to be in the child's life. They aren't doing what it takes to for visitation, for that co-parenting to happen because of the messy relationship between mother and father. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I could see that, I could see that. I mean, last week we talked, so for the listeners, I'm gonna give you a little recap and then I'm gonna kick you another question. Because last week we talked about how there was this one story we saw online where this man brought McDonald's to his child in the household, but there were other kids in the household that he didn't bring any food to because those weren't his kids and how we both agreed that's not being a man. Because at the end of the day, whether yours or not, you need to take care of them. And it puts your child in a really hard position because sibling rivalry is real. Favoritism is real. And that creates scars and wounds that so many kids are dealing with. So I'm gonna flip it to you and ask the question around what scars and wounds do you see men holding onto that is hindering their ability to be a great father. Huh.
2: What scars and wounds did I see men holding on to that prevents Onto. them from being a great father? Yes. The scars and wounds that I see men holding on to is the inability, well, that's pre-pandemic and now okay. um, post-pandemic, I'm gonna say, uh, in some cases, the inability to get um, a good job, you know what I mean? Like in society now, uh, it's more so catering. And I and I hate to sound like a a, a disgruntled or a grumpy old man, but at the end of the day, society is catering now more so to the woman than they are the man. And now it's becoming harder for a man to survive on their own you know what i mean because once upon a time it was easy you know what i mean it was easy for a man to be able to do the things that they would do but now i feel as if it's becoming harder for the fact of you know that the inability to get a a a proper a proper job nowadays you know with substantial even post pandemic even Even post post -pandemic. pandemic especially if you got a record You know what I mean? Okay, let's talk about the differences. Yes, you got a record. I'm speaking from the perspective of people, you know, with records that has Uh maybe, you know, done something in their past, regretted it, tried to turn away from it. But nonetheless, they are still being hindered by it because it's something that's called, you know, a criminal conviction on their back. Mm -hmm. So they have to, you know, do jobs that is not as, you know, lucrative as the next job may be. So in that Mm -hmm. perspective, I'm saying that I feel as if a lot of men carrying trauma and scars from the inability to properly provide for themselves. And if you can't properly provide for yourself, you definitely can't provide for no one
0: else. Uh, Yeah, so if you've got a record, I I would agree. I would would agree with that. When you have a record, a felony, you have a charge, you've done some time, it is much harder to find a job you, you have to be connected to organizations that can help you with that, some type of sponsorship, giving you time to get as far away from that as possible, as much as you can. And I do believe there are some organizations out there. I've seen organizations that if you do say, yes, I have a record, and you explain the situation and are completely honest about it, that you'll get an interview. That doesn't mean you're going to get the job, but it means you're going to get an opportunity to say more. And when you get that opportunity, this is ladies and gentlemen, because it's real out here. Take it, take the opportunity. I've I've coached and talked to too many people that just get scared, and then they don't even show up for the interview Mm -hmm. because they're afraid of the rejection. So that 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 we have to. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: That's coming. You see that too? Yeah, I've seen that, and I've heard you know people say that I, I just didn't, I didn't do it because I got nervous. You know what I mean? And. Me being a man with no fear, you know what I mean? Like, that's that sounds kind of, you know, it, it, it sounds kind of abnormal to me for somebody mm-hmm. to say that they have a fear, a fear or a phobia of just going and talking to somebody and not pleading your case, but pretty much just showing up and showing up for the for the occasion you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and letting the people know hey this is who i am this is what i've been through but you know if you give me a chance i can show you better than i can tell you what type of employee i could be for the company so it's all about being able to go to the interview and articulate yourself in a way to where that person understands what you've been through and be willing to give you a chance so that's right but
0: That's right. You You got to be willing to, you got to be willing to get into it, get in, be in the game. And as someone who, I'm not fearless, right? I fear less. That's what I try to do every day is fear less. All right.
2: All right.
0: I would be lying if I was like, I got it all together and I'm super brave. That isn't, (laughs) that's not it. Every day I have fear and I still do the things that I feel called to do that I know that the Lord has to do. To show up and be seen, because that's the only way to have the opportunity to get the yes. Absolutely. So, if you're listening out there and you maybe, maybe you're like, oh my gosh, I have an interview this week and I'm super nervous. It's okay to say that. I've interviewed hundreds of people. And when they say, I'm really nervous, I'm excited, I wanna be here, let me get myself together, that is a sign that they want the job. And that is attractive to people that are who want the job because a lot of times people are like "Mm, whatever you've you've seen it on the radio side people have an opportunity they get in front of you they get in the studio and for those that are like i got this and they come in too cocky they don't do well
2: absolutely they they definitely don't do well and and sometimes it be people that has great talent but they just be too cocky with it you know Mm -hmm. and that cockiness overshadows that talent and It'd be a waste of time. You know, um, okay, so now that you kicked some questions to me, I want to kick a few questions to you. You know, um, I got three very important questions that I want to ask you, as well as ask our looking and listening audience. And I'm I'm going to piggyback off of, you know, the conversation, but this right here is at you. Question number one. Should there be gender roles in the household? Should there be gender roles at home? Because I saw a conversation and I said, oh my God, that's gotta be a topic for the show. So my question to you from a black woman mm-hmm. coming from a black man, do you think there should be gender roles in the home?
0: And with if some so, things, why? Okay, with some things, okay. yes. and here's here's why so when it comes to the i'm going to call them traditional things cooking cleaning laundry i don't think that those are gender role specific everyone if you are able bodied you can do it to the level to which you can do it that may differ however you can do it so you can learn how to fold clothes it might not be the best or like in my household I don't start laundry, do the machine stuff. I fold and put away. My husband does the first part. Okay. All the stinky separation, putting in the washer, all the all that. I fold, put away. Cause those are our sweet spots. Okay. Cooking, maybe there's certain meals you like you can cook, or maybe there's other things. But to just say those are traditionally women's responsibilities in a two-person household where both people work, nope. But then I do think, flip side. Yes, there are gender specific roles in a household, especially around children and raising children.
2: Okay, okay. So, and
0: I I see this all the time and to all my single moms out there, single women doing it, you've got got young boys, you're doing the best you can, but there are just certain things about speaking to a young boy and helping him become a man, peeing is one of them as a woman, I can't teach a young boy how to pee standing up, even if you get the Cheerios and put them in the toilet and all that. And if you need some tips and tricks, you can DM me later, but there are just certain things when you don't have the parts, you can't, you can only say so much, but people do what people see. And when you're raising a young boy, you have to have that. And and as they get older, as a mother of a teenager, definitely need a male perspective. And on the flip side, There are certain things that a man, you just can't teach a young girl as to help her become a woman, to understand how her body is going to change and how hair grows in certain places and how, how hormones come and show up in different ways. And those have to be gender specific because you're creating a model, a model of what it's going to look like. So my answer is complicated and those are the specifics.
2: Well, the, co- the the question is complicated, so yeah. it had to be uh, responded with a complicated answer. Now, yeah. my response to what you think? Yeah, it's pretty simple. I feel as if there should be gender roles in a home. Now, you took it to another level because I actually didn't think about it. You know um to the point to where you know washing dishes and cleaning up and things of that nature because I do that around the house myself even though even though my lady had to ask me more than once I do it around the house though. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But um uh, I thought about the sim the simple part of that question gender roles. I started immediately thinking about male and female because I have to go to And this is just my observation, ladies and gentlemen. I have to go to the Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union situation. You know, Hmm. like they are allowing their son to explore his sexuality. And on the flip side of that, I feel as if that's also confusing to a child. Because first of all, if they don't identify with the sex that they was born as, then that's a, I feel as if a mental problem and it need to be, you know, actually looked at and discussed with the parents, you know, in general. And from that mm-hmm. point, once that decision is made of which way they are going to go, I feel as if it should be discussed in-house, not outside of the house and, you know, giving the world an opportunity to voice their opinion about it. So, yeah, my simple answer, yeah. my simple answer is I feel as if there should be gender roles in the house and a man should allow and should teach the boy how to become a man and the woman in the house should teach the little girl how to become a woman. So the the gender roles should be, you know, in the household and it should Uh be split upon the parents so they can be, you know, the designated the designated guide for that
0: child in that house.
2: You know what I mean? So that's my, my simple opinion.
0: I see that. I see that the difference. So the sexual orientation and the gender in a, in a Christian male, female household. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. 100%. Where we are in society is that, that, sexual orientation, sexual preference, gender identity, depending on the household can be fluid. And for those that live in that paradigm, I can't speak to it personally, cause right. I don't know that. I don't know what it's like. I don't experience that on a daily basis. Right. Uh, what I can do is in the situations where I encounter people that are working through that are trying to figure that out, parents, child, both, It's to listen intently, like what is going to make that person ultimately become self-sufficient regardless, because every parent that's raising a young person, for the most part, wants them to go off. Healthy parents want them to go off, be independent, be able to support themselves, be able to work and contribute to society. And so, and that's the place where ultimately that has to be taught in the household.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: has to be taught in the household. The world is way too cruel to absolutely,
2: teach that. Absolutely. So, okay. So now we got... You're on to question number here. two. What we you got? on to number two. Number two is this. Do men, in your opinion, still have the same authority today as once before? I mean, because coming from a woman, I need to know these questions for the simple fact of as a man, I know I'm going to have a different answer. So-
0: You might not. In my opinion, no, no, they don't, no, no.
2: Elaborate please.
0: No, the tables are turning. The power dynamic is shifting to become balanced. That's the word that's out there. Although I don't really believe in balance. Because if you really think about balance, there's constant movement and motion. Think about a tightrope walker. Okay. I, the tightrope walker that has one foot on the rope, everyone's like, oh, she's balancing. He's balancing. No, they aren't. They are twitching really fast. That foot is moving back and forth, back and
2: forth. Let me ask you something. You're saying that the society it's, it's being spoke upon in society that the, it's, it's being balanced? It's
0: trying to get to a balance. It's not there yet.
2: Okay, but that's what's my happening: question,
0: the feminine, feminine movement, women coming into power, equal pay in the
2: workplace. I gotta, I gotta throw a jab for a minute because my question to you is this: How can society be balanced when
0: it was created not to be? Exactly, balanced? that's what I'm saying. That's what, what I'm saying. It's not gonna ever get there, but that's the illusion that people are looking for. Is this so is that good or
2: bad, though? Because the I, Bible says you got to be in this world but not of this world. So being in this world, do we have to agree with what's happening in society? Because I feel as if it's pushing us, it's pushing us you know what I mean? Off a cliff. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's why we have to talk about it. Ultimately right now, the, the push is to have there be this equal, but equal doesn't exist because but There are days and times when men have to stand up and be the voice. Biblically, they are the leaders in their families. Based on, and we are here talking as two believers in Christ and understanding from a biblical standpoint.
2: And you just said biblically, but this Correct. is what we always get from people. Oh, times have changed. We, ain't talk, we don't live in those old days no more. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So when you look at it from the perspective that we look at it from, we sound
0: like, you know what I mean? We sound like we're speaking foreign yeah. language to people. Yeah. And we might be. We might be on the narrow path, and that's okay. That's okay. It might be foreign. It might be mind-blowing. There has to be this hierarchy, though. There has to be. Okay. Or there, okay. if there's no hierarchy, there's anarchy. It's
2: crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without order, that's chaos. Okay. So now no. we, we, we we kicked the can on that. And my mm-hmm. question now, number wait, three. Wait, wait,
0: wait. Hold on. Before you go to number three, because I got to ask you, because you're so passionate about this, because you see it. What are you doing about it? How are you as a man taking back your dominion and your power?
2: Now, see, that segues into question three. Okay, so all right. So let me question right. two first and we'll get to three. But okay. my answer for Number two is: Do men still have the same authority today as once before? H e double hockey sticks? No, you know what I mean. Like I I I I have to say it in an authoritative tone for the simple fact of you look around today and you see it. I mean, it's prevalent on social media the most. Mm-hmm. How uh, men are now doing the things that kids the kids are doing. You know what I mean? Like, you got grown men that speak in the same language as a child. And the good book says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. But oh, when I child. became an adult, I put away my childish things, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. who is the adult in society now? Because if grown men are emulating little boys and little boys don't want to emulate the grown men, who are the adults now? You understand what I'm saying? Because they really... They really did a number on us when they came out with that show, Are You Smarter Than A Fifth Grader? And we didn't riot about it. You understand what I'm saying? Because in the process of that show becoming a number one rated show, it also showed how dumbed down society was you understand what i'm saying because when you got an adult standing beside a kid and they can't answer the questions that a kid can answer that shows the imbalance when it comes to you know intelligence so when they did a number two when they did a number on us and we allowed it to happen that's when i feel as if it was a paradigm shift in society because they was laughing at us and not laughing with us. So,
0: men yeah, do and not
2: have that same
0: authority anymore. I, I would agree, I would agree. And it's been that way for a while. Newspapers in the United States used to be written, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, newspapers were written at a sixth grade reading level. Come now on. newspapers are written at a third grade reading level. Come so on. Why is that? What is that? Who's reading, who's even reading? the newspaper. Now, most people aren't, but when it, those that do read it are reading content that is at a third grade level, because the assumption is you can't read the big words. Don't, you can't, you can't, someone can't listen to you say all these big words. You're talking over their head and you're the one that's then in error versus let me, let me tell you this word. Let me share it with you. Here's a different vocabulary word. (laughs) Yeah, that's necessary.
2: I love the fact of being able to communicate on a different level than others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I call that talking behind the ears because when you talk to the ears, they that's when they listen. But when you talk behind the ears, that's when you're speaking in an educated way to where they can't comprehend. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, the Kabbalion says that the lips of wisdom is closed except until the years of understanding. So When they get that, they'll get what I'm saying. But uh, number three goes to this. Number three? (laughs) Number three is, how can men reclaim their place in society today? Come on now. That was the perfect question. That that was a great
0: segue. Yeah, Ah. yeah. All right, men. So I'm just going to speak to the men. Come on. There's a couple of things that you can do. First in your household, you can't hide. So when it gets tough, when there's a lot happening, when it's chaotic, and you're like, I'm done, I'm tapped out. I had a long day. I just want to sit on the couch. Maybe you you know drink a libation of some sort or you get on a video game on a closed door, whatever it is, you can't. you gotta show up. You got to be in it, in the mess with your partner. That's how you take back dominion and power. There are certain times when, as a man, you just have to state the final and there's no negotiation. As a woman, just putting it out here, for my, I'll speak for myself, We, I'm tenderhearted. So if there is something happening, I can go soft. I, can, I know I can go soft. And so because of that, there is a need to, that's why my husband is the one that has the final say, or sometimes... I'll look, I'll look from, from my kid to my other kid, to the dog even and go, he's, he's spoken. Like it is what it is. I'm not saying anything else. And so for men show up in that way, that's how you create the dominion and power. And if I must, and cause I want to, to the women, let them come on, stop man. talking,
2: come on, stop man. talking
0: silence. And right. I'm 17 years married in the 17 years. I'm still learning. And because of that, I will pass the wisdom on of, be quiet, shut up. Sometimes you'll go further. Hey,
2: hey. That's what I'm saying. I wholeheartedly agree with that last <laughs> part. Oh my God, I so agree with that. Oh, uh, so okay, so now uh, I got my male chauvinistic way out of the way. Uh huh. My thing, my answer to this. What's yeah? Uh, number three do- is since you gave um, the proper way of showing up and and how to do it in the home mm-hmm. let me speak upon how to do it in society first I say that we as men must admit that we dropped the ball you know what I mean like we must admit that we quote unquote failed our youth and when I say this like I say, must speak from my own perspective, but if it applies, then put them shoes on and let's wear them. But what I say is that we must first admit that we dropped the ball. I mean, when I was growing up, the term OG actually meant something. It actually meant original gangster. It was somebody in the neighborhood or a couple of people in the neighborhood that was actually about that life. And when they saw Younger Brothers, they tried to tell them not to live the same life that they was living. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like those was actual OGs. Nowadays, I feel as if we we use that term too loosely. When, when, when they refer to somebody as an OG, they saying that because they are older than them. You know what I mean? Not because they got experience, not because they live the lifestyle that's uh, 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 different from the style that you're living but nonetheless they call them OGs and in the process I feel as if nowadays OG should stand for old and great especially when they referring to an older man because most of these quote-unquote OGs you see them online they arguing back and forth causing confusion and chaos. Mm. They're not giving no solutions. They're only picking apart the problems that we have in our community without offering solutions. Now, I feel as if the only time you should talk about the bad is when you can also counter it with something good. You know what I mean? Like, don't tell me my pants is falling down if you're not willing to give me a belt. You know, so this is what I feel as if men must first do in society, first admit that we failed our youth, we dropped the ball, but we are willing to pick it up and play this game and play it to win. You know what I mean? So that's my answer to number three, how can men reclaim their place in society by first admitting
0: we failed. Mm That's real right there. That is real. And true. All right.
2: That's that right. It. I appreciate it. That's something mic drop right there. That's, <laughs> first.
0: That's episode seven. If you didn't get it, like, watch the <laughs> playback.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, once right. again, Miss Rashana Price, before we wrap up tonight's show. Please let the looking and listening audience know how they can reach out to you, how they can follow you, how they can hear awesomeness in action on the radio.
0: Yes, you can listen to the Awesomeness in Action radio show Saturdays at 3 p.m. on iHeartRadio and on the WDRB Media platform. You can also reach out to me on Meta Facebook as Rashana Price. Find me on Instagram as Giver of Awesomeness. And for those of you that are looking to come to the beat for the Awesomeness Sparks Conference, September 16th through the 18th, go to awesomenesssparks.com. To register and get more information, that's awesomenesssparks.com. Space is limited.
2: Hey, give me uh, the information to the event so I can post it on my page as well, you know, um, no. so I can send some traffic that way also. Um, okay. Also, give them your um, social media handle.
0: Yeah, so Instagram is Giver of Awesomeness, and i Meta, it. it's Rashana Price.
2: Awesome, awesome, and I hope y'all know who I am. My name is Casino Roulette. That's C A Dollar Sign I N O R O U L E T T E. What I do right here on Meta every Wednesday, we have Battle of the Sexes. But also, I do Tuesdays and Thursday the B side. That's where independent artists get an opportunity to show what they can do in front of my looking and listening audience. So if you are somebody that has talent, but Don't have an outlet, don't have an audience. Please come on over to the B side. Hey, Miss Rashana Price, thank you for another awesome, awesome show. This is episode seven in the can.
0: That's right. All right. Thank you so much. All right. We'll be back next week. Tune in.
2: Until then, we up out of here.